Strings offers an available for hire network of vetted professionals who specialize in serving women. When you have a life event that has suddenly made money a priority, you can now move forward with a whole new confidence that you're getting advice and services from savvy professionals who are uniquely equipped to serve your needs. Go to PurseStrings.co and use our directory of handpicked financial professionals when you're ready to plan for retirement, navigate divorce, buy your next home, fire up your new business, and more. Go to PurseStrings.co or check the link in the show notes. Now you can be financially fearless. Thank you, fearless listeners, and go you for hitting play. Please like and subscribe as it helps us grow. Also, share this with your friends as we have to keep talking about this shit. Now let's dive in. Coming up on today's edition of Women in Money, the shit we don't talk about, are Dr. Barb, founder of Purse Strings, and Maggie, our partner at Purse Strings. So this morning or today on our podcast, you're getting uh, the founders. And we wanted to share some of our best tips from 2022. And as we go into the new year, these are just some great reminders on you know how to be financially fearless. Yeah. And what's interesting is that really none of these are about savings or allocating money, but the overall kind of concept of money and what it can do for us and how it plays out, how it's important in many, many big life situations. So we're not saying save and cut the coffee, but we're really looking at the overarching tips that will lead us to conversations. And these conversations and actions we take can really, really change generations to come. Our mission at Purse Strings is to give women the tools and the resources they need to make smart financial decisions and provide them with go-to available for hire vetted professionals who love to serve the female market. We are like the Angie's List of all things financial professionals for women. That's right. So let's jump in. Gloria Steinem once said, We will never solve the feminization of power until we solve the masculinity of wealth. Barbara Provost and Maggie Nielsen are the team at Purse Strings that will help you navigate the ins and outs of financial independence so that you can be financially fearless. This is Women in Money, the shit we don't talk about. Let's talk about, Maggie, the first thing that we wanted to share around our learnings in 2022 And that's about a good money mindset. Money mindset has come up over and over and over again. And we really realize that it's, you know, if you believe you can, or if you believe you can't, you're right. Yeah, that's definitely the first barrier you have to break down. um, Because if you don't believe in it, then nobody else will. So you have to really just believe in yourself. And if this is where you're starting, you know, that's a great spot for like a money coach, Um, to come in and just kind of work on that mindset because it's honestly one of the hardest parts, um, but it has to be done. Yeah. And, you know, over the year, even though we talked about money mindset at the beginning of this year, over the year, it's really surfaced over and over again. And so many women, we talked about this in our book club, we asked them, you know, what are some of the money messages that you had as you were growing up in your household? And it was really, really sad what they came back and said. Yeah, I mean, just as simple as money doesn't grow on trees. I mean, yeah, no, it doesn't. But, you you know, you got to get over these barriers that, you know, you can earn a ton of money. Money can come 
easily and abundantly to you. Um, so we just got to start with having the right mindset um, before we even dive into the actual numbers. Yeah, it's about really rewiring our thinking around money. So many women were taught, you know, you're not good with numbers or you're not good with math or give it to the man to take care of because apparently you're not smart enough to do it. And all that is kind of like, you know, crap. It's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's bullshit. Um, because women are smart. They're hardworking. Um, they're brilliant. If you want to get something done, give it to a woman. And women actually outperform when they invest, um, outperform men. It's been shown statistically. So don't let all those bad money vibes haunt you. You know, create your own money mindset by creating your own money mantras and um, thinking positive about money. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. And one of those limiting beliefs almost that you brought up there is giving all your money to a man, um, which kind of leads us into the next one of that's don't give all your money to anybody else. But when you're in a relationship, continuously have money conversations, um, whoever you're in a partnership with. Yeah, we say, you know, have those money conversations often and always. And we have found that this is scary for some women because really, and I get it, right? When you're in a relationship, especially if you have children, you're running a busy household, you have to divide and conquer the roles and responsibilities. You just can't do it all. I get it. And there's no reason why one can't pay the bills and the other one can't, you know, run the household or whatever. That's absolutely fine. What we're saying is still be part of the money conversation. So what does that look like? It looks like knowing the amount of money that's coming into your household on a regular basis, where it's coming in from, and knowing what is the money that's going out of your household on a regular basis. We have lots of tools at Purse Strings that help you monitor or, or record this and help you understand that. But that is the fundamental basics of really being in conversation with a partner or someone that you're sharing expenses with. So that's step number one. Yeah, it's important to know you know where everything's going, where the money is being spent, um, just in case you know somebody gets sick and you just have to take care of it for the month or whatever that is. It's important to be active of in that conversation. We recommend having these conversations, you know, at least weekly, just to make sure everyone's goals are aligning. Um, but if you can't make that happen, at least monthly. Yeah, and we'd also say, you know, make sure your names are on all the accounts that money is transacted through. So that's a safety thing in case, like Maggie said, somebody gets sick or somebody can't pay the bill, someone jumps in and does it um, for the family, but also knowing that you have access to those monies as well and that um, you're sharing the responsibility and you know where the money is at. I think that's all great information. I think that's great for our tip number two. So tip number three that we have, and we hound about this all the time, is to have a healthcare and a financial power of attorney, or POA, if you ever hear that abbreviation, and a will. It is the easiest way to say, I love you to your family. Um, it's also the easiest way to keep your family more sane in tough situations. No doubt. That's for sure. So let's talk a little bit about that. So power of attorneys, we've heard that a lot, or POA. There are actually two of them. So the healthcare power of attorney is um, naming someone, they call them your agent, who can step in for you in the event you are unable to make your own healthcare decisions. Now, this would be somebody who knows you well, maybe you're related to, maybe you're married to, 
who knows your wills and your will and desire around your life and knows your information around your health and that you've had conversations with and can step in and know about your health concerns, talk to your doctors and make any decisions on your behalf. And the financial power of attorney is similar, but it's around your finances. So again, somebody you know, you trust, you're related to, or you're married to, someone who you have trust can step in and take over your finances in the event you are incapacitated or not able to do so. Um, and the example we always say is if you're in the hospital, you know, how are you going to pay your bills? How are you going to pay your rent or your mortgage or all your utilities? Sure, some of them might be on auto pay, but who's going to oversee and make sure that, uh, you know, all of your bills are not going to be late and, you know, make some financial decisions on if you need to transfer money to pay for expenses, things like that. Someone who can step in and make financial decisions for you. And I like to note here that those, the financial and then the healthcare power of attorney don't need to be the same people. Um, mine are two different people because I think each person has their own, you know, unique benefits in these areas. And so, I have one person managing my finances, one person managing my health, and hopefully no one gets overloaded with work. But you don't have to pick the same person. And so, you know, if you have a friend who's great at healthcare that you love and wants to do that, awesome. You know, just fill those out and make sure you let that person know that they are your agent. Yeah, that's a good good point, Maggie. You have to make sure that um, the people that you assign are clear and understand that they are the person you've assigned. And, you know, we, we say that anyone over 18 should have these, especially if you have children who are going away to college. If you have a child who goes away to college and for some reason they are incapacitated or in the hospital, you won't have access to their healthcare information unless they have signed a power of attorney, um, healthcare power of attorney. So this is really important. And we say as children venture off on their own and are headed out, it's a good time to make sure these documents are in place on their behalf as well. And then the other thing, you know, we put with this tip is having a will. And that's just making sure all your hard-earned money, you know, stays in your family and friends and really does not get handed off to Uncle Sam. Um, you worked so hard for this money. People don't want to go to court for years to fight for it and lose a ton of it um, due to court proceedings. So, you know, a little investment in getting a will and you can really cover you know, your family and your friends and keep that wealth that you earned hard in your lifetime and make sure that's passed on the way that you want it to be. And it saves the headache of your family having to deal with any of your assets that you may have because now it falls in their lap to manage where that money should go. It, it's very costly. They will spend time in court. And so like Maggie has said, having healthcare power of attorney, a financial power of attorney, a will. Those are love letters to your family that you've taken care of yourself and you've taken care of them. So we highly recommend women have all of these documentations. Definitely, definitely. So let's move on to tip number four, which is, you know, sometimes I think obvious, but we got to talk about this. And that's if you make a plan, share the plan. The plan is no good if it's kept to yourself. And so whatever that is, you know, if those are your power of attorneys, if this is, you know, your long-term care plan and, you know, you have this insurance and this is how you're planning to use that, share that with, you know, your kid or your friend or somebody else who's going to be there. So somebody knows. If you need something to kind of record this, we do have a download where you can share your emergency plan. 
Yeah, and I would say that um, you have a will, you have your power of attorneys, you've uh, decided on who those people will be. You get those documents and you put them in a very safe space, like you put them in um, either a fireproof box or we have a fireproof envelope. But you have to have a meeting with the people um, that are part of your plan. And they need to know they're part of their plan, your, your plan. They need to know where your documentation is, how to access it. And they need to know who's your attorney and what the next steps are. Because you can have it all zipped up and, and put away. But if something happens to you and nobody knows that it's there, then it's really no good. I, I know of a story where, um, unfortunately, this gentleman um, you know, died. And his wife thought they had a life insurance policy, wasn't quite sure about it. And they were rummaging through the house, through drawers and files to look for the life insurance policy. And they found one. But unfortunately, she kind of knew it was out there somewhere, but she didn't know where it was, how much it was, anything. So that's not the point in time where you really want to start looking for those documents. So make a plan and work the plan. Yeah, nobody wants to shuffle through your papers. Please just put them all in a nice fireproof file. It'd be it'd be great. It'd be great. So number six, I think, is what we're on. Five. 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 Okay. And that is to keep an eye on your credit score. And there's many kind of different aspects about this. Um, if you have a credit card with someone, like a partner, that debt affects both of your credit scores. Um, and so you know, if you take on a mortgage with both names on it, that debt affects both of your credit scores. But you still have your own individual score. This is also like if you're an authorized user on someone's account. Um, we recommend this, you know, to kind of build your credit when you're getting started. Even as a kid, you can be an authorized user on somebody else's card to kind of help your credit score. But you might then, when you're older, want to take your name off of this or make sure that person does have a good credit score because that is going to affect you. So make sure this is someone you trust either way. And then this is something that you're continuously monitoring it. And if it's not going well, remove yourself. Good points. Yes. And especially since our focus is really on women, did you know that women couldn't open their own credit card until 1974, I think it was, which is just crazy. So um, with that being said, ladies, you, every woman should have their own credit card, their own credit score. And this is used for lots of different things. It's used for getting a mortgage. It's used for getting an auto loan. It's used for getting insurance because they want to see if you're a responsible uh, person to pay back debt. And also it's used when you sometimes want to get a job. Employers will look at your credit score because a higher credit score sometimes equates to what they believe as someone being responsible for paying back their credit and um, being timely and being responsible. So your credit score and having a really good credit score goes a long, long way. And we know even some credit cards, you can get your credit score right from the credit card company. Yeah, mine's on the app all the time. Um, so I can just open the app on my phone and check out my credit score. Um, so you don't always need to be pulling from the credit companies and, you know, things like that. It's just making sure that, you know, it's in the range that you think it's in. Nothing is, you know, drastically changing that seems, you know, out of line. And this, you know, is just great to monitor and always just remember that your credit score is your credit score. It doesn't combine with anyone else's. So um, you just want to keep an eye on it. Yeah, perfect. 
All right, let's jump into number six. We always say you don't drill your own teeth and you don't cut your own hair typically. So why manage your own finances? Um, so many people think, well, you know, uh, I don't have a million dollars, so I don't have a financial professional because they typically wouldn't want to work with me. That's not true. There are a lot of financial professionals out there that are open to working with uh, income at many, many different ranges. We have a lot of them right here at Purse Strings. Um, what they want to do is get you started on the right foot, get you started with investing, get you started with savings, get you started with paying down your debt, helping you build a plan for your financial future to meet your short-term goals, to meet your long-term goals, and to have a consistent and repeatable plan where you can invest your money and make it grow and build wealth for yourself, for your family, and for generations to come. So hiring a financial professional, you really want to look for a few things. Again, at Purse Strings, we have vetted financial professionals who want to serve the female market. We wholly back any one of them. However, everybody needs to jive with their own type of professionals. So we always say reach out, have a conversation, um, ask a lot of questions, you know, see if you feel the vibe with them. If they're somebody that you like talking to, you want to have on your financial team, um, because they're going to be with you for a long time. You're going to have to expose a lot of things to them. I always say sometimes meeting with a financial professional is sometimes like getting naked because think about it. You are really exposing all of your money that you have, all of your investments, all of your debt can feel very, very vulnerable. So you really want to make sure that you're taking the time to really make sure you're working with the right professional that you can engage with for the long term. But how exciting is it to hire someone who wants to help you make more money and like live your ideal life? And that's success for both of you. Like to me, that's so exciting and will pay off tenfold because a lot of times we're realizing that, you know, women were behind in so many ways. We don't have room for error. So let's get a professional who can, you know, get us up, get us on the right foot and get us living our best lives. It will pay off tenfold. Yeah. I mean, don't think about it as, you know, an expense. It's really an investment in yourself, in your family and in your financial future. So we have one more tip that we want to share today. Um, and that's kind of, you know, as much as we talk about money, your worth is not your net worth. Money is a tool that helps us live our best life, but we should not be measuring ourselves by our net worth. And so as we dive into the holiday season, you know, one of the things is like, don't break your bank on trying to buy love this season. Um, but don't think of yourself less if you don't have a ton of money. It's just a tool. We're always getting better um, at using it. But overall, we are inherently worthy. So it's not about having, you know, just your net worth is not your worth. I love that, Maggie. That, I mean, it's so true. We're so bombarded. Every point in turn, social media, advertisements, everything about keeping up with the Joneses, as they say, or always getting the latest and greatest this or that, the latest iPhone, the latest whatever. Um, it's always coming at you. And it's, you know, you have to think about, is this a return on my investment? And will this pay off in the future? Not to say you can't treat yourself and, and buy what you want. It's about being in control of your own money, right? Stepping into your money power, 
because women are very valuable. You know, we make 95% of the purchasing decisions in the household. So we are spenders because we need to run households and organizations and things like that. But making sure you're making conscious decisions about how you're spending your money and really living your best life, whatever your income. Yeah. I mean, you're worthy. Let's get at it, ladies. We want everyone to be financially fearless and live in their best lives. So we've had a great 2022, and we're excited that all of you have joined us on our podcast this year um, and really hit this year off on a great foot. Um, so as always, you know, please subscribe and share this with a friend um, as that helps us grow. That helps more women as well be financially fearless and take action. Let's get it. I think that's well said, and I think we'll end it right here. So have a great holiday season. Here's to a 2023 Let's use the year 2023 to step into our power, which is our money, and be financially fearless. 2023, the best me. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Purse Strings offers an available-for-hire network of vetted professionals who specialize in serving women. When you have a life event that has suddenly made money a priority, you can now move forward with a whole new confidence that you're getting advice and services from savvy professionals who are uniquely equipped to serve your needs. Go to PurseStrings.co and use our directory of handpicked financial professionals when you're ready to plan for retirement, navigate divorce, buy your next home, fire up your new business, and more. Go to PurseStrings.co or check the link in the show notes. Now you can be financially fearless.